0: welcome to healthcare experience matters this podcast is brought to you by the healthcare experience foundation and with today's episode we're teaming with prc this podcast is dedicated to transforming the healthcare experience so that every person can receive and deliver the best care all right we are back here on healthcare experience matters joined by dr casey gibson once again Dr. Gibson has a passion for medicine and patient care, as you're about to hear. She's a family medicine doctor in Pensacola, Florida, and she's a physician coach faculty member here with the Healthcare Experience Foundation team. Last time she joined us, we discussed communication, patient empathy in fast-paced settings. And during that discussion, the bath technique came up, and we're going to talk completely, a discussion completely dedicated to that topic today. But before I jump into those line of questions, Dr. Gibson, just for listeners who missed our first recording together, which I'll link to in today's description of the podcast, just remind us a little bit about your professional background.
1: Sure. Thanks so much for having me back, Casey. I really appreciate it. Um, So currently I am a outpatient primary care provider in Pensacola, Florida, uh, living here in Gulf Breeze, Florida. So Florida Panhandle for anybody who doesn't know. Um, As far as my career goes, I was a Air Force scholarship recipient. So I did seven years active duty Air Force before I joined the civilian world. Uh, during that time, I've had the pleasure of being an employed physician. I've worked within the VA system. Um, I've been an active duty physician, and now I am enjoying the fruits of private practice here in Pensacola.
0: Outstanding. And real quick, just let us know why you have such passion for this work before I start talking with you about the base technique.
1: Sure. So... You know, medicine has always been my passion. I have, I am one of those lucky individuals that I just knew that this was always what I wanted to do. Uh, just kind of been a natural caretaker, definitely enjoy the science aspect of it as well. Uh, I think our bodies are just amazing beings, and, and how we come up with things and we fight things is just really. It's very interesting to me. I guess that's all I can say on that one. Uh, But definitely whenever it comes to medicine, I've always been drawn to the prevention, Um, you know, changing the medical paradigm of I'm a doctor and I'm here to take care of sick people versus I'm a doctor and I'm here to keep people well. And I really think that that's more of my mission statement is I don't want to take care of sick people. I want to help you prevent from getting sick. And so it really just takes a different wheelhouse and a different skill set, good communication, lots of education, um, and just really motivating your patients and, and talking to them in a way that keeps them interested in their health and to stop disease and prevent disease so we don't have to go down that pathway.
0: Excellent. So how would you define the BATH technique to someone who's actually never heard of it before?
1: Sure. So the BATH technique is just a tool that you can use during an appointment. And so this was designed, or you could guess use the words, created back in the 90s by Dr. Lieberman and Dr. Stewart. And it is just an easy way, usually with Less than a minute uh, after lots of practice, a way to let a patient tell their story, um, a way for them to be able to um, describe what they're feeling, um, maybe name their emotions. And I and I think as a society, we definitely struggle with naming our emotions and knowing how to process those emotions and how to deal with them.
0: So I was doing some reading before today's broadcast and I had come across a reading that this procedure is a, t- only takes about a minute or so. So I, I'm just gonna challenge that and say is it really possible to connect meaningfully with patients and, you know screen for mental health problems in that brief window of time?
1: definitely believe so. So, you know, if you look at the research and um, definitely talking about this uh, technique only takes less than a minute, but everywhere I've seen definitely says it takes practice, right? You're not going to come out of the out of it and just go into it and be able to do it in under a minute. So just kind of going through that. So what is the bathe technique? So if we break it down, so first it's background and it doesn't have to be for a patient uh tell me the background of the problem. It can be as simple as why don't you tell me what's going on with you today or you know give me something challenging that's going on in your life at this time. The second part of that is how is it affecting you? how does that make you feel? And again, that comes back to somebody naming the emotion. So once you can name the emotion, then you really can have insight into yourself. And then you can connect on how that is affecting you daily. So next is going to be trouble. So what is troubling you the most? So it's kind of like when you're asking somebody, you know, where does it hurt? And they just point to their abdomen. It's kind of like, well, can you use one finger and point to where the pain's the worst? And that's kind of where trouble comes in. So what is the one thing about this situation? The one thing about this problem that's really troubling you the most. And then next is, okay, so we've identified the background. We've identified the emotion or how it's affecting us. And then now we know what's troubling us the most, but how are we handling that? So, you know, maybe you're handling it well, and we're just having a session where you can process out those feelings and talk about them out loud. And that's great. Um, Maybe you feel like, no, I'm not handling it well. And that's where this part comes through. Again, it's allowing a patient to and I go back to tell their story, right? So that's what we're trying to have them do out loud is tell the story of this problem, but really identify what is it that bothers me the most and how am I dealing with that? The last thing to really do is to follow that up with some empathy. And that is just a general statement. That must be really tough. You know what? I'd be frustrated too in that situation, I can tell that that makes you very angry. And so that statement can just hang there. I think as physicians, we like to be fixers. And so we want to come in and we're like, well, you could do this or you could do that. And maybe it is appropriate to move into that part. But at the same time, just having an empathetic statement and leaving it out there, that in itself shows a lot of empathy. It shows an understanding. It is a I see you and hear you statement. And a lot of times that's all a patient needs is they just want to be heard. They want to be able to tell their story. And they want to know that they're not alone and that somebody else understands what they're going through.
0: Dr. Gibson, why do you think it's important for healthcare providers to be aware of a patient's emotional problems in addition to the physical problems?
1: So your emotions are strongly linked to your overall well-being, and, and so if we're going to get very objective about that, that's your somatic symptoms as well. Um, there's plenty of articles, plenty of research, plenty of books that can show that anxiety, depression, um, you know, PTSD, these things can manifest as very real symptoms. We're very tangible symptoms um, that patients feel. And really we have to take in medicine, a mind body approach. It's, it's not all somatic. It's not all visceral. You know, your brain is very, very powerful. And so being able to tap into what is really going on with somebody emotionally is really going to help you break down the barriers between your patient and to figure out, well, gosh, if I can get somebody feeling emotionally better, then maybe we can tackle some of these other things. You know, a very common thing in practice at this point, and I think a lot of my colleagues could definitely relate to this, is obesity. Okay. And this is a tough subject and a lot of people don't want to talk about it. And I really encourage people not to directly talk about it. And what do I mean by that? So I usually ask people, well, how do you feel about your weight? Because most people know, but again, I also know that part of that whole puzzle is that if I can start getting somebody to talk about it, to how does it emotionally make them feel? Maybe they're having some depression or anxiety related to that. Maybe if we tackle that first, then when we feel better, we're going to be more excited to attack some of these other things like diet, nutrition, and exercise. But if we're not feeling good about ourselves, if we're not feeling good in general, if we're not feeling good about a situation that we're in, maybe it's work stress, maybe it's family stress, then we're not going to be in a good place to tackle some of these just well-being tactics to help prevent us from becoming sicker. So emotion is so important. And for me, a lot of times when I'm counseling patients, that's one of the one things that I, the first things I want to tackle is where is our emotional compass at? And sure, if they come in with a blood pressure of 200 over 100, we're going to tackle that first too. But again, you know, even if your blood pressure is high, Is it because you're stressed? Is it because you're rushed in here? Is it because you've been avoiding healthcare? Because maybe you had a negative experience previously. There's just so many barriers and really it all starts with that mind body approach and just making sure that that mind is physically sound will make it easier for you to address those more physical somatic symptoms.
0: Dr. Gibson, can you discuss the role of empathy when incorporating the bathe technique?
1: Sure. So, you know, that last statement, okay, the the empathy part of of the bathe technique, again, just reiterating that is a statement that just is really making a patient feel, you know what, I'm I'm heard. This person gets me. This person is listening to me. Um, you know, when a patient feels that they really got a message across, or that this patient is this patient, excuse me, this physician is really listening to my story, they understand my feelings. You're going to build trust. And when you have trust, you're going to have a better alliance with your patient, a better partnership, and it's going to make them feel more secure and want to work with you more. But I just want to go back to, as far as that empathy statement goes, you know what? That must be really hard. Try your best not to put, but you could do this. It really is important, I think, to just let that one statement linger out there. Um, And, you know, I was thinking about that question in, in this podcast. It's kind of when people tell you no is a statement as well as a sentence. Well, that must be really tough. It's a statement and it's a sentence. You don't have to follow that up with anything else. And again, it just is really opening up those doors, tearing down those barriers that that patient is really going to feel, gosh, this person really cares about me and cares about my health.
0: So let's talk some of the challenges. Um, in, in your view, what do you think some of the challenges of implementing the base technique are and you know, why is it not more widely utilized?
1: So probably the biggest barrier is time. So, most physicians, especially primary care physicians, um, a lot of times we have 15 minutes. And it doesn't sound like a lot of time, and it's not a lot of time, uh, especially if you don't know a patient and you're just trying to get to know them for the first time. But I really do think watching a patient, listening to their body language, kind of triaging what is important in an appointment. But if you're picking up on that patient, that there is something that is emotionally plaguing them, whether it's going to be, you know, an external stressor, something that might be modifiable or a life event, Versus maybe it is a mental health condition. Maybe it is something that we consider more of a disease process like depression or anxiety that's organic in nature. You know, you really need to stop and address that. There are so many things on these physicians' plates, and our patients, they're just as busy as we are, and they come into appointments, and a lot of times they have six to eight things on their list, and it can be very overwhelming to say, well, gosh, how am I going to get to everything on this list? But I really think taking the time, reading your patient, is going to be super important. And if you see that there's any of those emotional turmoil, that probably should be at the top of the appointment because it's going to be really hard to address other patients' concerns if you're not addressing that emotional thing that you're picking up on. And as we're kind of discussing today, this bath technique, and, and again, I want everybody to know it doesn't have to be bathe per the acronym. You can modify it however you would like, but really just using that quickly, I can tell that you're really stressed out. Why don't you tell me what's going on? How's that affecting you? How's that affecting your health right now? You know, what do you feel like is troubling you the most? What's the hardest thing going on? You know, do you feel like you're handling that? How could I help you handle that better? That may just be really tough. You seem really stressed out. I can tell that you're angry, I can tell that you're frustrated. You know, that's a very simple roll of questions. We all have talkative patients and sometimes that structure can help bring them in, but we all have very silent patients. And sometimes they appreciate that we have some structure too, to help draw out some of those things that they may have a hard time putting words to. So
0: let's move on to some, any final thoughts or anything else that might be valuable for our listeners to make mention of before we wrap it up here today, Dr. Gibson.
1: Sure. Sure. Um, you know, again, I think that this is something simple. I think it's something that that can be highly effective. I think it's something that you have to practice in order to use the bathe technique. It's just a small little psychotherapy that really can make your patient feel like their story has been heard. Uh, Looking at and preparing for this too, I also saw that it can really be used for good things too. It doesn't have to necessarily be bad things you know what's the best thing that's happened to you lately how did you feel about that you know what about it are you thankful for you know how could you make that happen again that's really fantastic. I'm really happy for you. And so this can be used for helpful or thankful or grateful things too. It doesn't have to necessarily be that negative thing or in those tough mental health conversations. But I really think when we're trying to agenda set an appointment, keep the flow going in an appointment, there has to be a little bit of structure um, with kind of coaching our patients or doing that motivational interviewing uh, to get those answers to those questions that we have. And I think really with practice, this can be really effective in a lot of people's appointments.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Dr. Casey Gibson. She's a family medicine doctor in Pensacola, Florida. Physician coach here as as a faculty member with the Healthcare Experience Foundation team as well. Dr. Gibson, this has just been another amazing episode and I can't thank you enough for your time today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Okay. Take care now. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Healthcare Experience Matters. Healthcare Experience Matters is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation. With today's episode, teaming with PRC. To learn more, visit healthcareexperience.org. That's healthcareexperience.org.